Oh my God. He's early. Cool. <laughs> You're early. When, when you move the colour up in uh, up in Scotland? No, if I put colour on, it just shows how sunny it's been today and I've gone red. <laughs> so that's what, it, there's no software thing. You, this is this is literally hardware that you've done this with. Yeah, on the camera, I've just, I've just. No, Julian. Hi, I'm Mike Brampton. And my name is Julian Hope. Welcome to Veterinary Ramblings. Well, what a week we've had, eh? Uh, what a week. Thank goodness it's not raining, eh? Well, it, it's not raining here, but then we're in the southern tip of England, aren't we? We are very much in the southern tip of England and grateful for it. All sorts of nasty things happen up north, didn't they? Up north, up oh, north indeed. Oh. And Well, it's grim up north, of course. It's grim, always grim. It's always grim. However, we have got a special guest tonight who actually comes from Oop North. Oop North? Really? What? Not north of the border? Another one. Mm. Mm. It's going to be a habit, isn't it? Who, yes, who, uh, uh, who is it? Well, tonight's guest, special guest, is a fabulous gentleman by the name of Fraser Yule. Fraser! Oh, Fraser's a great old buddy of mine. He's fantastic. So now Fraser is a sales manager for Mount International Ultrasound Systems. Right. Uh, they, they do ultrasound machines, reservist re uh, uh, ultrasound machines, and CT scanners. So we'll be able to chat to him about all sorts of imaging stuff. So let's get our guest in, and uh, and we'll start, and I'll, I'll give a bit of a background. Great. So, right, so where, where is Fraser? Fraser's here. Good evening, Fraser. Good evening, everybody. How are the day? Hi, Fraser. I'm very well, yourselves? Absolutely fantastic. Juli Julian's just introduced you as um, the sales manager for um, a company called Myas, an uh, ultrasound and imaging company. Uh, ultrasound CT and MRI, yeah. Wicked. And uh, we, we can't help but notice that you're in, um, in black and white. Is, is this because colour hasn't reached the internet in Scotland yet? It, it takes oh. a while to get there. It, it, it won't be colour now for about 20 years or so. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but it has been so sunny today, I have turned red, and this is a way of avoiding you seeing that. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, as, as Julian said, he's, he's introduced you as, as sales manager for, for Myers, but um, that, uh, that leaves us for uh, me to share my screen, and my research is on your good self. So, <clears throat> I've, I've done a lot of research on you, Fraser, and I, I've come up with this particular image here. You'll notice, Julian, this is a black and white image of an egg. Well, it's black and white. Is is that an egg or is it actually Fraser? It's it's from the back. Yeah. Oh, right. This this is actually, this is your profile picture, is it? Self-portrait. Right? There's a smiley face on the front. Okay. Always. Fair enough. All right. So I did come up with this. Ah, there I am. Mike, Mike, what, yep. what, um, what, what were you actually Googling? Because... That doesn't look like Fraser, does it? For one thing, it's in colour. But what? Yeah. Oh, who is that? Well, it just came up as Fraser's Yule, and there was this picture of him here. And as I've only met Fraser face to face, maybe once or twice, and I, I, I'm not a, a man for faces, I, I assume that this character here on the left is. To be Fraser. fair, Julian, I do have hair, but in sympathy with you guys, I took it off tonight. 
It's very good of you. It's very good of you. It's a lovely head of hair in that photo, Fraser. It really is. Yeah, it was difficult to get rid of it. Freezeal photography. Hmm. Okay. Now that's Fraser, isn't it, Fraser? That's Fraser. So, uh, yep. Gosh, actually, they're they're fantastic. I'm really impressed with those photos. That's not you, is it, Fraser? I think. I think it's fucked up. So, I've, got, I've got the photos right, and they're in black and white. Yeah, there are yeah. some colour photos somewhere. But, oh. but that wasn't you, though, was it? The colour No, it definitely wasn't, wasn't me. Could we get the girl in, perhaps, in a week or so? Yeah, that'd Just be thinking out loud. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Can you introduce yeah. us? Yeah, do you know her? Oh, I know everybody up here. There aren't that many, are you? No, 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 no. no. You're tiny. But for those for those viewers and and, uh, and listeners, uh, Fraser has got an eclectic collection of old vintage Italian motorcycles, um, which old possibly not vintage. Well, I don't know the one the one I saw the other day was definitely vintage, and it well it was at least forty years old, isn't it? It is, yes. Actually, what, what does that make? Be, being a Scotsman, I, I keep them until they're that age, and then I use them because they're free of tax and free of MOT. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I've heard that. You, you do the same with five pound notes, don't you? Yeah, yeah. all of mine's are now out of circulation, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one pound notes that are really annoying me. They're really piling up, and I can't use them anywhere. <laughs> well, you can you can surely just use them to wrap around your halfpenny bits, can't you? I think that's a bit that, 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 that wasn't that wasn't a euphemism, by the way. I may as well, yeah. I may as well get it over with. I mean, how how was how how was copper wire invented? No, go on. How was copper wire? How was copper wire? We do a joke at the end, right? But, but oh, I many jokes. Oh, there's a Scotsman and a Yorkshireman fighting over a penny. <laughs> I love um, I love the story of Tommy Cooper, who was a, apparently a well-known spendthrift, who used to uh, get a taxi home and he'd, uh, he'd get something. He'd, he'd say to the taxi driver, have a, have, a drink, "Have a drink on me, have a drink on me." And he'd, he'd put this thing in the in the taxi driver's pocket and he'd say, "Oh, thanks, Gov. Yeah, thanks very much." And off he'd walk, and they'd, they'd reach in, and there'd be a tea bag there. <laughs> <laughs> Must remember that. Can I write that down? Yeah, please do. Yeah, go please for it. Do. Go for it. Tommy Cooper, he did he not uh, famously die live on stage? He did, London Palladium, Lil Verati performance. Yeah, I was watching it. Um, horrific. Yeah, we, everyone thought that he was doing part of his act. Yeah. A surprised expression on his face, and down he collapsed, and everyone was going, hey, fantastic, hey, brilliant. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What's that you're drinking there, Fraser? Hmm? What's that you're drinking? A nice little whiskey. All right. I'll try and pronounce this properly. Daluan. 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 It's spelled D-A-I-L-U-A-I-N-E. Show us, show us on your on your very fancy camera here. Well, it will be back to front. No, it won't. No, no, no. It looks back to front to you, but it's and a little closer if you could to your to your lens. Ah, it won't focus. Closer it to the lens, I might have to focus the dance. Because he's using such a fancy camera. He's going ah, to focus fancy it camera, manually. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. Dale, Dale, Dalloway. Dalloway? How are you saying it? Dalloway. Dalloway. Very good. Now, I've, I've, got, I've got a whiskey here. Now, 
I would say this is Brunahaven. Brunahavan. Brunahavan. So I'm not too far off. No. I normally, I normally have this because when I ask for it at the pub, it's uh, easier. Kind of. Yeah, fair enough. And it's got a lovely... They have, they, they have whiskeys down at your pub. They, they do. have whiskey at your pub. They have whiskey. Actually, you have had whiskey at my house, haven't you? I have, and I have actually got one of your little hip flasks here. You have, yeah. Yep. I remember that. Yes. You got them, Mike? Paris gin. There you and go. That's, that's, you, that's my tipple for the evening, that one. Good one. But I know I know you've got the Kirkavia there. Oh, you do, do you? Which, which this one? Ah-ha-ha. Yes. That's, that's, mm. that's probably close to my all-time favourite, is this particular bottle of Kirkavia, um, distilled in Kirkwall in Orkney, and a veritable 57% proof. Other islands are available. Yeah, but they're not as good. Because our guest is from Scotland, um, I've got a couple of particular favourite gins that we're going to make up. One is the Harris gin, and then I'm also later going to make one Kirkaver gin. Uh, the Harris gin is from the Isle of Harris, and is very. I was very privileged to actually go and visit the distillery uh, a few years ago whilst on Tour de Vet, riding around Scotland. And the guys at the Harris distillery made me feel very, very welcome indeed, and I was able to send a couple of bottles home with me. What's interesting about this is the Harris gin is brewed with sugar cult, which gives it an interesting flavour. And there are a number of ways that we can offset that. Uh, one of them is with traditional limes. But what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to use grapefruit. So, out with our nice large pool of ice. Our Harris sugar kelp gin. Grapefruit, let that go around there, remembering that the whole sensation is, is smell as, as well as flavour. I'm also going to cut a corner off this grapefruit and add just a few drops in there just to bring the flavour out. You can mix it with the sugar kelp essence, but uh, I haven't got any sugar kelp essence and I prefer a cut fruit base to bring those that this evening with a very mild, straightforward type. Uh, my favourite again is the, the fever tree. This is a diet tonic. And just dribble that down there, aerating and mixing as we go. So there is Harris Sugar Kelp Gin. Especially for you, Fraser, because as I understand it, you uh, you come from Orkney yourself, which is where my favourite gin currently comes from, which is the Archangel Kirkiver, and this obviously comes from the Orkney Isles. Um, I went there on 
two of the vets at the same time as I went to the Harris distillery, um, they wouldn't let me in. But anyway, never mind, I've discovered it since. So, this one is beautiful overproof gin. It's 57% uh, proof, and so it doesn't need a great deal to offset it. It's got a delightful orange, hint of orange running through as one of the main botanicals. It's almost a bitter orange. So what I'm going to do with that is enhance that again with the zest. Just carve that down there. Get back to the show. Thank you, Fraser. As if you had anything to do with the distilling of uh, Archangel, but it's a bloody nice island. And while we're talking about drinks from up there, if you're going for whiskey, don't go for the default Highland Park. Go for Scapa. Scapa, where the flu is. Yes. What? Where we where we scuppered the German fleet after the First World War? Don't mention the war. I think we got off with it. It's all right. I mentioned it once, but I think we got away with it all right. I think, I think we got away with it. I think, I think we got away with it. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Excellent. Excellent. We're getting a lot of aren't we? I'll just drink. So, hey, we could, should, we do some, uh, should we do some CPD? Because we'll do that. We'd like to go to, well, I was thinking, actually, of asking uh, Fraser about uh, how, how CT and MRI are going. If I was to want a CT scanner, how would I go about doing it? Would I have to get a whole new room built? Well, if you've got space for it, you just need to lead line it. Your RPA will confirm what you need to do to that. Um, and have a control room. And as long as you've got three-phase power of the correct level, then you can have that. Or you could put one of our CT pods out the back. Well, tell us about this CP, uh, CT, uh, CT pod. Yeah. Well, it's a mod modular building that can be transported by truck. So yeah. it's well, one of those containers. 10, 10 meters uh, tight. Not a, it, it looks like a container. It isn't a container. It's built from ground up for us because the floor has got to be strengthened for where the CT scanner is. Because you imagine the forces, the centrifugal forces on the gantry rotating, rotating you know, 0.3 of a second for it to rotate, and it's quite a weight, then the floor has got to be quite stable. To cope with the weight but not only that it's got to suppress any vibration because hmm. that'll cause artifact if you've got vibration so these pods are built from the ground up for us they're all they're lead lined and they're insulated they've got so the, the, the nice sort of uh, easy wipe down interior uh, walls um, space in there for your your team and an animal obviously hmm. um, anesthetic equipment plus a, a good size viewing room so effectively, it is a one-stop shop. You just have you have the whole lot dropped into your car park. And and are many people using these now? Because they're, yeah. they're getting more popular, aren't they? Yeah, we've got we've got a few. We've got them all over the country. In fact, we've got them in the Highlands of Scotland. They've got heaters in them, um, and down south where they've got air conditioning in them. <laughs> <laughs> and presumably up north, 
what the the CT scans are black and white and down south at the color or oh now you see this is nah, they're all black and white until you put the color lookup tables on change it to vascular and then you get a magic vascular flow and everything on it so it's all derived in black and white yeah you, you the main image comes out in black and white right and then you 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 depending on what if you're doing a, a 3d uh as someone once called them a Barbie image, 3D rendering of them, a volume image, which they maybe aren't diagnostically great, but if you're doing a reconstruction of a limb. <laughs> Sorry, Mike's doing his Barbie impression there to people who can't watch this. Uh, and it's it's very, very good. Very good. Sorry, Fraser. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I lost, you've completely thrown me from a train of thought. I, I need another gin to carry on. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, but you, you you can apply different filters, and if you build up a three D model, you you get skin. You, you can peel back the different layers, and that's when there's some levels of color in there as well. Uh, you can have a, a, a an arterial setting which applies various colors to it. You got it in a glass here. Well done. Um, yeah, uh, the, the Barbie images are three D, and they're 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 ideal if you're rebuilding a joint and you actually want to plan for for it. So for the orthopedics, it's it's fantastic. So they, they, they're actually starting to do that and then do 3D models, 3D printing. Yeah, I was, was going to say, you now have output to 3D printers, don't you, you do. from these yeah. things? So, because uh, I, I wanted to repair a uh, quite a nasty complex fracture a couple of months back. Well, say a couple of months back, it was before, well before coronavirus. And um, I actually yeah. sent off to, to a company who produced a 3D model for the fracture that I could practice on uh, mm. while doing it. Uh, but if you've got a, one of your CT scanners, you can actually output directly to a 3D printer. Depending on options and things, yeah. Wow. wow. That's, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I see, I mean, CT, it's it's not just the big sites that have got it now. It's beginning to filter down as it's becoming a slightly more affordable, um, certainly more affordable than MRI for, for more, and more useful for more surgeries more of the time. And if you remember back, Julian Newell, maybe 20 years or so when ultrasound was first making a big splash, mm. then it was the bigger sites that had it first. I'm not talking about little portables, yeah. I'm talking about yeah. the, the colour Doppler systems and they were buying the, you know, what the hospitals had maybe five years ago and they're buying the refurbished ones. And, you know, it started to filter down that every site had those. Yeah. And CT yeah. to an extent is going to go the same way and as more and more sites are maybe not the ones that are in town, they're starting to think about moving out to to specifically built, you know, purpose-built surgeries. They're planning to have CT in them, whether now or longer term. They're just making the provision for it. So, Mike, it, it was Fraser who, who really got me into ultrasound. All right. Because uh, I was working at a practice in, in Rains Park. Right. And the, uh, the boss bought a, a refurbished system. And then I, I phoned you up, didn't I, Fraser, and said, mm -hmm. we've got this machine, but actually, I I think, I'm probably wrong because I'm crap at using it, but I, I think we can probably get more out of this, this machine. Would, would another probe be, be any good? And I, I'd, I hung up, and there was this tap on my shoulder, and it was Fraser who'd rushed down from Scotland and said, I think you might like this one here. <laughs> <laughs> and he plugged it in, and it, it, it went from there, didn't it? 
it is. And to, to be fair, a lot of it, with ultrasound, and being serious about this, with ultrasound, there's a lot of people got equipment and they're just not getting the best out of it because they're not trained how to use the equipment properly. Um, mm. And they really ought to be. Um, I mean, they, and they probably have been trained or the staff that were there when the scanner was delivered by the supplier were probably trained. Mm. But there's people, staff do change and they, they need to be trained properly. And if you've got a piece of equipment there and someone new person comes in and goes, I don't know how to use it, switches it on, tries to use it, doesn't get the best out of it. Oh, I'm not going to use that. It's rubbish. And that, that's not the case at all. It's education is required. It, it is. We can exactly the same with your, uh, your multimeters, isn't it, Mike? Yeah, it's, it's the same in anesthesia as well. I think um, I, can, I can give you an example of that, Fraser, which, which I found quite offensive at the time was that I was doing a series of lectures for a, a large British uh, veterinary organisation and uh, it was mentioned that I'm not a vet or a nurse and therefore how could I answer any clinical questions? <laughs> what we were talking about, we were talking about hardware and how you use the hardware and as a person who has, um, how can I say this politely, uh, patents in pulse oximetry and has invented um, blood pressure measuring equipment that is now routine taken for granted. Um, I found that quite offensive. Um, whereas any professor can stand up and talk to me or lecture me about one of my inventions and tell me how or why it doesn't or doesn't work. But oh, that's another story, isn't it? It was it, it was quite insulting. In fact, in the end, we we did a a double-handed lecture. We did a, we did a two, up, two obsession, wasn't we? People <laughs> confuse you guys in, in, in lectures. Can you can you double for each other? Oh, yeah, often. Yeah. Yeah, except Mike knows what he's talking about. Ah. Uh... <laughs> is, is, is this when you're hanging from a rescue hot helicopter off some hillside somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, had a bit of a fill in. My SPO2 on, on, that, uh, on that rescue helicopter was 67%. Ooh. That wasn't good. Oh. <laughs> and why were you, and I, where were I was you seeing in black and white then. This was Mont Blanc. Right. But first time I tried it. Right. Um, I was... Uh, uh, a hobby of mine is wilderness and extreme medicine. Yes, yeah. Uh, I, I go on courses to, uh, to study and work on that one. Well, you, you should have been with me then. I had a, had a horrible time. I was, I was doing a, a climb uh, just off the side of Mont Blanc. Uh, I think it was called the Tower. It's a long time back. And my climbing buddy said to me, OK, Jules, loosen, loosen the green rope. And I thought, what's he talking about? Green? One, one sort of grey and black, and the other's black and grey. Oh, wow. I said, Timmy, what do you mean green? He said, oh, shit. He said, are you all right? I said, I'm fine. I'm fine. I said, look, I'm going to take a couple of steps back and, and see if I can see this green rope. He said, oh, you're, you're, you're a cliff. And at that point, I don't think, I, I remember that quite clearly, that, that I, I couldn't remember what colours were. And I think then I suddenly realised I couldn't really take a deep breath either. Ooh. And there then came a four-hour walk up to uh, the point at which we could get some phone reception and he could phone for a helicopter. But it was, it was, it was not 
a good time. And I remember the Italian uh, uh, helicopter pilots arriving and paramedics and then getting a pulse oximeter on me. And I was saying, there's a friend of mine does these for, for veterinary patients. <laughs> and it showed 67%. I said, oh, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. So he said, um, I, I, I give you uh, diuretic, give you diuretic. And so he, he gave me this um, injection. He said, frozomide, frozomide. It's good, it's good. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. And um, I gave me an injection of frozomide. And then... Being, uh, being Italian paramedics on the top of Mont Blanc, they just sat around smoking for a while. <laughs> I have no idea why. And then 20 minutes later, they said, okay, we go. I said, well, feeling a lot better. Um, but, you know, clearly I need to go to hospital. There's something wrong with me, but I need to pee. You're giving me a huge dose of diaphrosamide and I need to pee. Well, there's no toilet. I said, well, no, but you know, I, I can't actually stand, and, and I, you can't put me in a helicopter because I will wet the helicopter. So I had to do what I can only describe as a Pythagoras P against this helicopter with my body as the hypotenuse. Uh, <laughs> so that, that's my brush with, with true pulse oximetry in extreme situations. So you got a free ride off Mont Blanc in an Italian helicopter. Yeah. Why don't you just phone them up and ask them? You know, why do you have to go to these extreme lengths and have injections? And I bet it was an Augusta. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> big one, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. But getting back to the um, getting back to the ultrasound, I, I've I've um, I've done some lecturing for you mm. along the way and, and, and teaching. And the one thing that, that always surprises me is you go to a, a practice and you say, OK, right, I'm here to, to help you get a bit more out of your ultrasound machine. So uh, where's your ultrasound machine? And they say, no, it's in, it's in a cupboard somewhere. It's one of yeah. those portable things. Now, where is it? You're not going to fucking use it. It's in a cupboard. It's going to take you half an hour to get it out. Leave it out. OK, yep. leave it out of the cupboard, leave it ready, and then you use it during a consult. And that's, that's why the refurbished ones are, are the best. They're, they're yes. larger, you're not going to miss them. They're always ready. The probes are always plugged in. Yeah. Absolutely. Gonna, I, you, if you can see a piece of equipment, you will use it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I, I use mine you know, all, not quite all day, but I use it every day many, many times. And, and uh, I just, I love it. It's fantastic. It's a wonderful machine. I, I, I've been... Um, during the COVID period, I've been helping out by manning the phones in the office, being uh, the receptionist. Those lucky, those who phoned us, will be, you get me, your you luck's in. And uh, <laughs> did you have to wear a kilt for that? Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not standing up, okay? Um, but I, I, what, what I was going to say is that I've been uh, answering the phone for the company and doing, doing some, uh, you know, passing on any faults or people looking for advice or anything to the service coordinator be that x-ray or ultrasound and i had a belting yesterday from uh i'm not going to name the site but it's it's medical it's not veterinary um and it was the medical physics department and mm. they wanted to say we've i'm after some advice we've we've uh, had some complaints from the uh from the users that there's banding in the image and i thought i don't need to pass this on I, I'm I, I'm not going to pass this one on. I'm going to be the technical support man here today. 
Okay, what, what, what really seems to be the issue is the banding from the top or to the bottom, uh, you know, or, or side to side. Oh, side to side, and it follows the curve of the image. So, so, so it's a convex code. Yes. Right. I, I, I had to make it sound like it was going through some testing to find out what the problem was. Could you just look at the gain sliders? <laughs> Someone had turned one of them down. They didn't even think about adjusting the gain. I, I did, a, I did a, a day's training at a practice in um, uh, Durham a few months back. And I, that, was a, that was an HTL. Uh, 5,000 actually. And I said to them, okay, look, so what I've done is uh, turn the machine on, I put all of the um, uh, the gain back to midline. Yeah. And there was this, <gasps> don't touch those. We, we had those set up specially. So, well, you, you'll adjust them for each one. No, we, we found the one that works for us. It is so important with the ATLs to set those when you change preset or probe to have them in the middle. Always, always, always. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you'll never get it right. Yeah. It's really strange. Uh, so, Fraser, yeah. can you could you summarise that then as the, 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 the four most important or the four prominent controls yes optimize your ultrasound use they will be as long as the supplier to me has set up the presets properly for the job that you're doing and you've chosen the right preset for the as long as you've worked out that's a cat and the cat abdomen preset if you're doing abdomen and you've worked out small medium or large dog and making sure you're getting your, the depths for the preset correspond to what you're actually scanning on the animal then the four main controls are depth to just optimize what you're seeing, the depth you know on screen, what depth you're looking this is at. The depth of penetration yeah, absolutely. How far from the skin line you're looking in. So the relative size, in fact, we could we could do this live. So if you're looking at it this way, it would be better. Yeah, well, oh uh, well, you know, if if you if you object dependent. Here's another way of looking at it. Well, apart from you have got four presets. You're doing an abdomen. You've got cat abdomen, small dog, medium dog, and large dog abdomen. You've got two dogs to come in for a scan. You've got a little, I don't know, let's call it a Westie, and then you've got an obese Rotty. But you're going to scan an abdomen, a general abdomen. What preset do you choose for the Westie? You've got cat, small dog, medium dog, large dog. I know. I know. Hit me with it. Can I choose either a cat or a small dog, please? Small dog would probably be the preferable choice for that. Right. Drag in the reluctant large dog who hates being scanned. What preset are you going to use for doing a general abdominal scan there? Yes. Julian. Large dog freezer? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. So now we're moving on. We've done a little bit of scanning of the abdomen. We're going to move up to the kidney. Oh, okay. So back onto the Westie. What preset are you going to use? Um, 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 I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, Hit yeah. me with it. Uh, small dog. You are indeed. <laughs> this, 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 this big dog's been dragged back in again to look at the kidney. What preset are you going to use? And I think we'll go for Mike on this one. Oh, sorry. 
you've got right so far. What was the question again? We've dragged in the big dog again, and we're going to look at its kidney. Oh, um, could I? Trick question, Mike. Trick question. Oh, I knew you'd know the answer. Um, let's see. I think there might be a clue in the question. Could I set it as a big dog? You could, but then you'd have to adjust the depth of focus, the frequency gain. Because the kidney is a superficial structure, you'd be better off setting it to the small abdomen setting, which is already set. So it's only going to look a small distance in. Question. Does this actually change the frequency of the probe? The depth that you, that well. The, it can do, depending on the machine. Right, okay. The only reason I ask that is because we build uh, we build the cat Doppler for taking blood pressure. So we're looking for peripheral vessels that are lying millimetres below the surface. They're millimetres big and they're millimetres below the surface. So we use an 8 megahertz probe for that because there isn't the depth of penetration. We also build a Doppler, or the, the original um, cat Doppler was produced as an aortic embolism detector for humans. So what we were looking for there were air bubbles in the aorta. So we're looking at about, oh, I don't know, 10 centimetres deep. And we used 5 megahertz for that. Yes. And in the same factory, we also build fetal Dopplers, which seemingly now pregnant mums can buy on the internet, on eBay, for listening to their unborn baby's heartbeats. And those are two megahertz because yeah. what we're looking there for there Much is the depth of penetration to get down to the fecal heartbeat um, and not necessarily the umbilicus. But um, so is that the same in ultrasound scanning? It is, but you 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 have to be aware that when you're doing a Doppler study, you actually want to use a slightly lower frequency than an imaging frequency for the same given depth. Right. So, for example, we're using uh, your eight megahertz for your very, you know, almost under the skin. Yeah, yeah. superficial yeah. study. You yeah. probably want to use twelve to fifteen for an imaging one. Right. Um, but that, and that's why um, when you uh, the higher end scanners, if you're doing a, an image, you'll you, you will image at one frequency, but you'll doppel at a slightly lower frequency. Doppel is that is that a technical term there, Fraser? It is now. You know, I, I, we're going to we're going to induct it as a technical term. I, I think I think it was named after someone Doppler, wasn't it? The Doppler effect, but yeah. uh, Doppel Doppel's actually quite a good card game. But anyway, does everybody remember at school clapping against a wall? No, to, that was only you were bad. It was only in Scotland. Only, okay, fair enough. We have basketball down south. It's <laughs> Yeah, that's because you were naughty and you were standing in the corner and you were yeah, yeah. against yeah. the wall. You, you've been naughty. You will go outside, clap against the wall and learn about Doppler shift. Well, no. The, well, yeah, but the, be, the, the, the best illustration for Doppler shift is, is a train going past, isn't it? Or a train. So as it's coming towards you, the sound is compressed and the, the, the sound uh, waves are compressed, so it's a higher frequency. And as it goes away from you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, 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 the ultrasound at a very basic level relies on on, on that yeah. to some extent. But yeah. but it's so much different from, from the, the first ultrasound machines that came out. The the um, 
what I call the My Little Pony ultrasound machines and the, 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 the portables that you, you turn on and after the valves had warmed up, you, you'd see the sort of here be dragons. Yes. Cloudiness. You think, well, whoa, 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 whoa. My yeah. Little Pony, where did you get that from? That's what you, we used to call them that, didn't we, Fraser? Yeah, my Little Pony ultrasound yeah. machine. My, my first scanner. My foot. Right, okay. From Palatoy. Other... Shit. Other ultrasound machines are available, yeah. Well, I can't believe you've done that. Is, is Palatoy still going? Is who? Palatoy. Do you remember Palatoy? Palatoy used to do these... Uh, hold on. We'll do two versions of this. So if Palatoy is still going, Palatoy used to do these very good, really high-quality, affordable toys for children. Okay. Palatoy used to do these really shit, made-in-Hong-Kong crappy toys that never worked. Palatoy are no more. They they actually ceased trading uh, in 1984. Because they were shit. When it's well, they were a British company. When its parent company CPG, part of General Mills, effectively closed its design department, and uh, the rest of it shifted in 85, where it was moved overseas. They were pretty bad. Really bad stuff. I don't know. It, it, do, do, you, do you get a lot of plastic toys for your daughter? Are you? Uh... No, she's into horses. Ah, you're the expensive one, haven't you? She's in the pony club. We stopped at one. <laughs> yeah, she, she's she. I refer to it as the sports cow. Um, <laughs> sports cow. <laughs> And she's finally found one that she's really gelled with, and it's an absolute cracker. Uh, it, yeah. it, it, they, they've really bonded well. The unfortunate thing is, it's called Babe. Babe, the horse. Yeah. But, but in itself, Babe should be a pig, as we all know. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever stood at a field and shouted for a horse called Babe? No, <laughs> no I can't say I have. <laughs> It's in Royal, at least. Everyone's calling for Misty or, you know, proper named horses, Diablo, whatever. Babe, come here. <laughs> can't, can't change his name. Oh, bad luck. Poor Fraser, he's going, what, what have I signed up for here? Oh, <laughs> my God. They told me they were professionals. And oh, I knew you weren't. Don't worry. I've met them both. <laughs> I've known you too long. <laughs> Right, okay, so you you were going to mention four things on ultrasound. You've mentioned one, which is gain. Well, I, I would start with depth. Depth. Then focus. Just like taking a photograph, you focus on the structure of most interest. Focus. Yeah. Frequency. Frequency. To make sure that you're, you've got your, you make sure that you, the image is getting enough penetration. The beams are getting enough penetration to see what you need to see. There's no point having a cracking image if you're only seeing two or three centimeters in because the frequency is too high. Right. And everybody will naturally go, oh, I'll use the highest frequency because I'll get the best image. Well, yep. theoretically, that's true insofar as you'll, you'll get the best image of what you can actually see at that depth. Yep. Sometimes you've got to compromise and turn the frequency down to get the correct depth of penetration. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you've got your gain, your um, overall gain which turns a whole lot up at once, and those individual little sliders that work from the top to the bottom of the image. You adjust those, to, you get a uniform image, so it's 
no bright areas or dark areas where they shouldn't. And, and for people who are at this moment of watching this, playing with their ultrasound machine, that's the TGC or time gain compensators that mm. Brings is talking about. So, yeah. in, in sort of summary of, of ultrasound CPD, we, we could say, don't forget the importance of your DFFG. Absolutely. Yeah. And you go down on the DFFG. And don't, don't forget to go down with the games. Absolutely. So, <laughs> I, I worry about that, man. Hmm? I worry about that, man, sometimes. So, so does, that, does that summarise our CPD for this evening? I, I, I think that's quite a good topic, actually. Yeah. Controls. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so do we bring that to a conclusion? I think, we, I think we've actually gained a lot of ah, CPD value here, haven't we? That's brilliant. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, I absolutely agree. You focused on the points. Yeah. I, I happen to have a CPD certificate to prove that we've done that. Do you, Julian? I do. I, coincidentally. Wow. Shall I show you it? Well, I, I presume people viewing could actually download the CPD certificate. People viewing can download this. Yes. Uh, it will be available to download from the, oh. uh, from the Facebook page, presumably. Or from Facebook, this, Instagram, any of the Instagram, social media. Baldy yeah. Guy Trio Night. Yeah, that's what I thought I'd call it. So it says, yeah, so this yeah. is Certificate of Gained Knowledge. Yes, this gained, gained, gained. Gained, yes. You see? Yeah, yeah. Well done. Ah, you see, I was on the ball there. Yeah. Uh, certifies the viewer has put up with more insane burbling and some, and some science than veteran ramblings. Baldy Guy Trio Night. It says, Julian Mike, him and me, signed it on this night. And can, I ask, can I ask, for ultrasound training, why there's an X-ray image on it? No, you yeah, can't. Well, no, 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 sorry. No, no, you can't. It's a CT scan. Uh, Don't ask say, what is that baby holding? <laughs> that, that's my baby. Yeah. Using, that's using the HDI 3000. A great I, thought it was, I thought it was a male baby from the image, Julian. And, and look, that... that, <laughs> and that, that, that looks like and a motorcycle, that, the other image. Well, no, no, see, see, that is where you, you have your CT scanner. Yeah, right. I, I couldn't, for legal purposes, I couldn't use the image you have on your website without asking permission. I couldn't be bothered to do that. So, oh. so that there, there's, the, there's a CT scanner. Yeah. And now... You're interested in motorcycle, Lizzie. And I didn't have a picture of a decent motorcycle, but I did have a picture from our homemade Top Trumps pack, which yeah. is Greeks on bikes. And we've been we've been adding to this set of Greeks on bikes for the last few years. Every time we go on holiday to Greece, uh, we take a picture of, of interesting people using their motorcycles to their full extent. I think the best one I have so far, I couldn't find for, for tonight's uh, picture, was uh, a, a priest on a moped with, uh, I, I believe it was his mother and his sister and his sister's son and an inflatable crocodile and a dog. Dog probably driving it, riding it. Probably driving it on, on, on the streets, of course. So Greeks on bikes. Um, now, you see, I, I only say that because I thought it might segue quite nicely uh, after we've done the CPD reflection. It might segue quite nicely 
into uh, into your motorcycling habits. Well, I actually looked up a few things about you guys. Look, hang on. Whoa, whoa. Wait a second, because, you know, in order for us to get us this past the the RCVS, um, we, we have to make sure that it's a very definitive CPD section. And so, Julian's, we've done the CPD. Mm. Yep. 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 yep, we've done some brilliant CPD. Thanks, thanks very much for that. Fantastic, awesome. absolutely superb. And I've learned a lot about gain and focus and all that stuff. And Julian's done a certificate, which not sure they're going to actually accept but but if you're watching this and you went to log this in as your cpd um in your cpd diaries then screen grab the certificate that julian has shown you and present that to the rcvs i'm sure they'll they will allow that but of course the the final part of of cpd phrases I'm, I'm i'm sure you're aware is that you have to pause for reflection. You can't just do CPD. You can't, just, you can't just rock up. You can't yeah. just rock up to a dinner, have your food, listen to some guy chatting about case studies or anything like that. You actually have to reflect on your CPD. So, and we do that. This is one thing that veterinary ramblings do. We just do to sure that our viewers, our listeners, yep. get good quality CPD yep. that is registrable. So we're gonna we're gonna reflect now. We're gonna reflect on our CPD. He's pouring himself a drink. I'm reflecting. Oh, good, good. Okay. Have we finished reflecting, Mike? Because it's not a bad thing, is it, to pour another drink? Well, I don't, I don't know. I could do with another drink. I could do some orange in my um, kick of a. What I what I think are. Producer can do is, is to extend she, that reflection. Yeah, she, could, she could cut all yeah, this yeah, down. Yeah, and, and so yeah, yeah, okay, right, okay. So, right, so, okay, so, so great reflection there. Well done, guys. Fantastic. Fantastic. Very, very good. I'm, I'm glad to see you paid a lot of attention there, Fraser. Well, I'm going to have the boom, 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 boom. Absolutely. Okay, I need a bit more ice to go with my kick of it because that's quite strong. Uh, that's a good measure, Julian. It's a tiny glass. Oh, it's a teeny tiny glass. Teeny tiny. But now I, I'm, um, I'm old-fashioned, and I, I've been told always that you need a tiny drop of water. Oh, stop, 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 stop! Try it first before you even put the water in. Try it first. Now, Graham told you this. Graham told you all about this the other day. Yeah, Graham said, Graham said, add some water. So here we go. No, he didn't. There we go. That's enough. That's enough. It depends what it is. If it's a oh, it depends what it is really, and it depends what, what you the, want from it. I want to not have a anesthetized tongue. Is this? I was, worried, I was worried that your CPD was going to be about anesthetics. Yes, anesthetics. No, That's no. the one. Now we, we discovered that most of our audience fall asleep when we talk about anesthesia. Eddie, I don't drink gin. Do you not? Do you not? What? No need. I don't actually drink gin. What? I thought you said drink gin. Do, do, do you not? Well, I, you, I, I, I quite enjoyed it when Graham sent us whiskey samples, and I was sort of. Did, did you not receive yours? I, I was secretly hoping that Fraser would do the same. But well, did you not receive yours? 
Not not yet. No, 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 Fraser. No, unless unless you send them to one of us who hasn't passed them on. I just sent them to the jugs, and that was it. Julian, have you... anyway, let's move on. Let's move Julian, on. Julian, so... no, no, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you not pass on the whiskey samples that Fraser sent down? Could we be doing a? a... He sent a bottle down as well, didn't he? He sent a bloody bottle of each down. None of this. Julian, what have you done? I didn't know with lockdown what I was supposed to do. You know, can I send it on? Can I not? Can I? No one said. I, I asked Boris. He said, send it on, don't send it on. Don't, don't drink it, don't drink it. Absolutely drink it within a metre, but actually leave it for two metres until you put some protection over it. Wear a condom in your mouth and then drink it and you'll be absolutely fine. So I wasn't totally certain what to do with it, so I just drank it. Fraser, don't worry, Fraser. I've got a penalty for that. There we go. That's just you. Yeah, hey, go. Yeah, stick him in the bloody waiting room. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers to you, sir. There we go. <laughs> he's sitting on a naughty step somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, he's sitting on the naughty step. He, he knows. <laughs> Sorry, there we go. Yes, fair enough. That's for drinking my whiskey. I, I, I hear a glass of whiskey, Mike. Sorry. Um, so, so anyway, moving, moving on. Um, motorbikes. Yeah, Francis yeah. said he'd been doing some research on it. Well, I, the, the motorbike thing segues quite well. That's, that's your rambling. Don't panic. I'm not panicking. I'm not panicking. Ah, they're here. I, I hadn't realised that you had tried but failed uh, in a challenge of circumnavigating the world on a motorised unicycle. When did you do that? Who? You, Mike. What? You tried to circumnavigate the world on a on a unicycle, motorized, but failed. Well, Mike, you never told me about this. When, when was this? Oh, it's, it's back in my youth. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the, the motor gave out. <laughs> was it was it before or after getting the the, the, the ski speed record? Because you you did get a, a ski no, speed record, didn't you? No, I didn't. I missed it by seven kilometers an hour. Uh, Eddie the Eagle overtook you, didn't he? <laughs> oh, bless him. Car. <laughs> I, I, I can actually tell you a story about Eddie, bless him. Because um, at the time that Eddie was reapplying for his uh, jumping license, um, I was part of uh, the British Ski Federation. And ah. the British Ski Federation were just about, well, we were, we were a gnat's whisker from signing a very lucrative deal with a Scottish distiller to support a number of very good and promising downhill ski racers. Mm. And unfortunately, the way that the, the whole ski industry and the, the ski federations are organised, um, anybody representing the, the, the British Ski Federation, so that included uh, races from Scotland as, as well as the UK. Um, everybody came under that same umbrella. So whether you were a slalom racer, a downhiller, a cross-country racer, a biathlete, those guys that do cross-country on skis and then shoot shoot their rifles, mainly, mainly the domain of the army. Was that shoot their rivals? Rifles. Rifles, sorry, Mr. Rifles, yeah. Yeah. That, that would add a bit of excitement to it, wouldn't it? 
get a bit of a spurt on there, wouldn't you? Three pot shots at your rival coming round the corner. Here's Klaus. machine gun. That was an Italian job quote, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was. When he was picking up the car from the garage. Well, you must have shot a lot of tigers. I used a machine gun. <laughs> I, I think I think there, there's a little bit of uh, a, a tweet needed in the second carburetor. Yeah, it's like if we don't bring it, you're door. He, d- he does that better than you, does he? He does. Yeah, he does. But um, so anyway, it, it came for uh, it came to the vote as to whether we would allow Eddie the Eagle to continue flopping off the end of his uh, ski jumps, hmm. or whether we would bow to the Scottish pound and remove what they consider to be the laughing stock of the British Ski Federation by taking his license away. Really? And it, it's actually, if you watch the film, it's covered in the film. But I have to say that the committee meeting and the meetings that he talks about in the, the, the Hollywood movie of Eddie the Eagle um, didn't actually go that way. But uh, yeah, we we strategically voted that uh, we would accept the uh, the money from the Scottish distiller mm. and that enabled British downhilling to move on to a whole new level. And that was the end of Eddie the Eagle's career. That's a shame. He's a brave guy. I, listen, he was. Listen, don't, don't take anything away from the guy. I've, yeah, stood, I've stood at the top of one of those ski jumps without skis on and as a as a speed skier we were known for throwing ourselves down cliffs yeah. Yeah. The gravity there's no way on earth i would have put myself anywhere near one of those ramps no me, me either I've, I've i've done similarly i've stood at the top and um, oh. and someone said would i even go on one of the shorter ones and yeah. no, uh, no 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 oh, I, I struggle with the go eight courses <laughs> but Julian, you talked about your um, degree, uh, your, your uh, biology, your training yeah. in biology. But I had read on the internet that before that, that uh, you trained as an astronaut for the Peruvian space mission. I like to keep that quiet. I, uh, I, I had no idea about it. It was a dark time in my life. We we had to when um, we had to train uh, a Peruvian guinea pig as as co- no, that's not me. I, I won't. That's, you, you, you've buggered up. That's, that's, who is that? What? Oh, I mean, I you also said them? that you were fluent in many languages, including the 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 Khoisan click. I'm not even. That's the hell. <laughs> I'm not even fluent in English. <laughs> Especially not after drinking that booty. Especially not the <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Mike. You 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 play a lot of wind instruments, including the, I believe, the rather obscure Gadja. Oh. A bagpipe made from a goat or a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Only on a Tuesday. <laughs> How's it going? Very well, thank you. <laughs> There's been a lot of Tuesdays in lockdown, haven't there? There's been a lot of Tuesdays in lockdown. That's uh, wind. Where, where, where'd you get all this stuff from, Fraser? Well, it was on the internet. I googled it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you never catch us doing anything like that and getting it wrong, would you? No. Well, certainly not. Well, no, but what's your favourite spider? Let's see if it tallies with what the internet says. 
Mike. Arachnida, the spider. Well, that would have to be the Black Widow, of course. Uh, well, it conflicts. They say it's the, the, the Brazilian wandering spider. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. And, and, and what reference is this particularly then, Fraser? Wikipedia, I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> so on a segue from, from, from that to back to the bikes, because um, uh, Fraser, you... you you built a bike, or you restored a bike, didn't you? I did, uh, yes. Well, I, I, I bought Yafu. Yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh. I did sell one last week. I sold one last week. You sold one of them? I sold one last week. I just feel I'm out of this conversation, because I, I don't... <laughs> I, I, I've, got a, I've got a push bike, but... I would be dangerous on a motorbike. Yeah, so would I, to be honest. Well, I've heard you, you race your bike all over the place. I used, to, I actually used to, to use it to uh, go and meet vets and things. It was actually really, really useful. But yeah, I've done that. Um, but nowadays, you've got to take kit with you and things, so it, it doesn't really work um, that well. Well, I don't know. I've got big panniers on the back of my bike, so I just put put this kit in the. Yeah, ultrasound scanners are a different kettle of fish. <laughs> now, if you get that picture back on, Mike. <laughs> you already share that picture back, do you? Yeah. Mike rides a BMW. And I, I told him, I asked him if he knew what the difference between a BMW and a Motoguzi was. And he didn't know. Wait, the, oh. oh, the fool. Good heavens. Yeah. I'm, I, well, a BMW is simply a Motoguzi with saggy tits. <laughs> let, let me explain that for, for viewers. I'm showing a picture here of, of Fraser on his Cafe Racer Motoguzi, and, and the cylinders, both BMWs and Motoguzis, are shaft drive twins. So is that what's called a V-shape? This That's is a V-twin. This is a V-twin. So the, the best format. is a V-twin, whereas a BMW that I ride is a flat opposing twin. Right. In other so words, instead of the cylinders being up like that. Yeah. So, so, so again, for, for, for people listening to this who, who haven't got video, yeah. the, the carburetors, which are those chunky little things on the side of the bike, are either set at, uh, at a V shape or... No, 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 no not no, the carburetors. No. That's the cylinders. That's the cylinders. Sorry, cylinders, cylinders. Yeah. I do apologize. Yeah. So, so I, I've instantly shown how little I know about it. <laughs> well, the, the other thing, Mike, how, how old's your bike, Mike? Mine, it's uh, probably 10, 12 years old. That, that's all right because it's still air-cooled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Whereas the modern ones are... Water-cooled ones masquerading as air-cooled ones. So I, I used to drive an air-cooled vehicle. The Hillman Imp, wasn't it? Oh, uh, it's a two-seater, a Dushover. A Dushover. That was fantastic. I used to love that. In fact, you two, used to... Two, cylinder, two cylinders as well. Opposing. When I, when I used to say mine's a pint, I was referring to my, my car. <laughs> It was it was four hundred ninety four cc. It was brilliant. Uh, which, yeah, it's at, our bikes are double that, really, aren't? 
<laughs> More than double that. Look, the was not applicable. On hang the, on, uh, hang on, praise, praise. Wait, wait a second. This isn't the time to go. How big are your cylinders? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's appropriate. And Julie will get all upset. Yeah, but you've flopped down. Well, no, <laughs> I have flopped, mate. They may have flopped down, but each one is the size of his whole car engine. I mean, <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> I, learned, I learned to weld because of my two CV. I got run over. You're still applying that in veterinary practice. In fact, once to make it home, I needed to drill through the chassis of my car and 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 screw a bit of tube of four to the base of it to drive home. Back, back in the day, there were a lot of those cars around Sheffield, which is where I yeah. went to college. And one evening, um, myself and three or four friends were run over by a 2CV. We were walking down from, from uh, uh, I don't know, we, we'd had a few and we were walking in the middle of the road and yeah. this 2CV basically ploughed through us. Um, I went over the bonnet. One of my other friends ended up on the bonnet. Uh, one friend went off the side, crushed the wing onto the tyre onto the wheel and got his leg run over. But hey, that's not a problem because not only were these things only 420, what, how many cc? 494. 494 cc, they only weighed about three kilograms anyway. They're tiny. What we did was the next day because this guy just drove off. So he just ploughed into four students and drove away. <laughs> what we did over the weekend, I think it was Friday night, I can't remember, was we went round. We literally walked the streets of Sheffield until we found this 2CV. And we knew it because the front wing was collapsed across the tyre. The bonnet was crushed across the engine block. And it had got one windscreen wiper where my pal had pulled it off as he was trying to hold on for grim death because this guy ploughed into us. He hit us about 30 miles an hour. We were all fine. The car was wrecked and we felt so sorry for the guy. We sort of people note going, we're really sorry we wrecked your car when you ran us over. <laughs> so, uh, Fraser, brilliant to hear about all the, all the stuff you're doing with Myers. Fantastic. The CT scanning, the MRI scanning and things. And we, we, we're loving that and, and hoping that, that Myers is going to carry on doing everything it's doing and more for the foreseeable future. Um, I normally end, if, if that's okay, Mike, I normally end with, with a joke with these podcasts. And I've been struggling to think of a joke that would encompass uh, what we've been talking about. Because we've been talking a whole load of rubbish, and uh, no, we haven't. We haven't. We've oh, talking... been educational. Educational, educational. I can't think uh, of any real ultrasound jokes, but I've got a couple of jokes that, that, that could fit, and, and and one of which is the is the old motorcycle joke. And I'm sure you know this about the um, the guy who, who's, uh, who's who's biking down from California to meet a friend in in uh, in Florida. And he, he he bikes down. You know, I've no idea how long it takes. But I'll say two days later, he he got his friend in uh, in it, Florida. It's not and down; it's across, Julian. Is it across? So I know it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And actually, oh, 
good work. It's a good work. Oh, okay. So, so he, this, this, this guy bikes down to to, uh, to Florida, and, um, and and goes to a to a pop concert in Florida. And what he doesn't realise is on his moustache there's a little pubic louse. And as is at this uh, this pop concert, this little pubic louse who gathers with all the other lices. He, he sees his friend Bill. He says, hey, hey, mate, I've just driven down from California. Is that you? He says, yeah, it's great. Bloody cold, I tell you that. It's been freezing all the time. Says, why, why is that? I've been on this uh, biker's moustache. We're going you know, 110, whatever. It's been bloody cold. You know, the wind bursting through. Really unpleasant stuff. He said, that's no good. It's no good, mate. You shouldn't live like that. It's awful. You know, what, what I did... I got onto an air hostess, you know, up there, and uh, got into the got into the bush, the cross bush there. Fantastic! You need to do that. Get into an air, you know, air hostess, crawl up the leg, get into the bush. There, you'd be absolutely fine and warm. He said, "Okay, I'll try that next time." Anyway, the next year they meet up, and he said, um, "Is that you doing? Oh, freezing up there? I mean, driving through from California." I thought I told you to, uh, you know, crawl up an air hostess's leg, be nice and warm there. He said, I did. As soon as you told me that, I did. I crawled up to the air hostess's leg, into the knickers, fantastic, really nice and warm. Snoozed off, messing. I woke up, I'm in this bloody motorbiker's moustache, <laughs> driving down from California. <laughs> Now, I didn't know whether we could... Uh, Julian. We, we may not be able to show that. Yet. Julian, can you not come up with a decent bloody joke? I can't. I can't. On that note, Julian, seriously. Yes. Fraser Yule, Myers, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'll raise a glass to you there, and may your dog go with you. May your dog, may your dog go with you. Go with you. Cheers. If you've enjoyed what you've seen tonight, don't forget to click below, like, share, spread the news, and join us for next week's episode of Veterinary Ramblings. Hey, Fraser, thank, thank you, thank you so much for coming on tonight. No, it's thank been it's actually been a, a, a bit of a actually. Have you enjoyed yourself? Yeah, I have. Yeah, good. Yeah, you always wonder what are these things going to be like. Yeah. You, you shouldn't think actually it's just three blokes having a chat. Yeah, it is. It is. And we've had, we've done a bit of CPD. We've done some. Interesting stuff, haven't we? Mm. Yeah, I've had a good note. I never realised you trained as an astronaut, Julian. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't like to brag, do I? No, but the <laughs> Peruvian space mission, why the Peruvians? Because they, you know, they used to fly with guinea pigs and the, the height thing and it just worked out. It's, yeah. Where did you make that up from? I don't know. 